Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World with the Carries on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. To participate in the program, call us at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or check in anytime online at RudyMaxa.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome indeed to the show, everybody. Wow, the summer heat is here for most of us around the country this weekend. Hope you're all staying cool wherever you may be. It's coming up on seven minutes past the hour, and you are tuned into America's number one travel radio show. Whether you're listening across the nation on one of our many radio affiliates or around the globe via our 24-7 TuneIn.com channel, this is your home for all travel all the time. How are you all doing out there? For us... Well, it's nice to have the team back together again. It's been, I, I think it's been, Mary, Rudy, it's been about a month since we've yeah. all been here together. Well, we've got to uh, go on the road. It's a travel show. Yeah, well, that's, that's right. true. That is true. <laughs> and Rudy, listen, I know you've been like a moving target with travels to France, England, Vegas. Uh, we'll probably missed something else in there. You're headed to L.A. tomorrow. L.A. L.A. tomorrow to get out of the heat here in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, you got to go to California. Well, right. you know, and, and Mary and I, we've been all over the place. We've been uh, what? We've been out in L.A. We've been in Sydney, Cairns, Maui, Honolulu. Last weekend was a, probably the pinnacle. We were doing that student-parent college orientation thing. Mm, yeah, I think I did that a couple times. In fact, I know I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have the checks to prove it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's. A, I, I have to say, though, Rudy, I mean, We've all gone to college. Why, why, why do we, you know, it, it's really for the student. I, I love that we, the fact we had to be there. I'm thinking, wait a second, I've done this. Why, why do I need to be here? This must be new because we, yeah. you know, we didn't do that back in the, when, when my kids went no. to college. No, which was only, I, you know, 10 years before, 20 years ago. But, right. uh, I, th- but I, I think just, just parents are much more involved in kids' lives now, you know? Yeah. But I'm like yeah. 18. Move what, yeah, what, no, what you it was a two-day orientation. Yeah, what, what? I would say the biggest thing I learned uh, was that when you're looking at schools, you you get free food, they give you lunch, they give you dinner when you've enrolled and you're visiting the school, you have to pay for your meals. Pull out that credit yeah. card. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's all about the money. That's the biggest thing I learned. It's yeah. starting now. <laughs> That's all you learned in a weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it, Rudy. <laughs> we kept looking. Anyway. anyway yep. we, oh, we, yeah. We had to pay $12 so. for lunch. What was the dinner? Yeah. We, for, didn't, we didn't buy for, the dinner. For anyone but, else that's yeah. going through this out there, listen, we're feeling your pain, literally. Uh, so, All right. Well, you know, we, we just put up new polls on RudyMaxit.com and we're asking you, you know, what do you request most often when you're checking into a hotel? You ask for extra pillows, you get a room upgrade, you got higher or lower floors you want, and whatever else. Uh, so check those out. We're also asking, what type of credit card do you use most often when you travel? I mean, Rudy, do you have a preference when you travel? Well, you know, I use a business, an American Express business card, I guess. Just, I don't know why. Just, I get, you know, you get, you get sucked into the membership points on Amex, you know, whatever right. card you use. So. And it has some perks to get into yeah. the airline clubs, and you get yeah. some free, fl- free uh, your, some luggage in that. There's no question right. about it. Well, <clears throat> uh, anyway, you know, when you when you do, when you get a chance, whether it's this weekend or whatever, check out RudyMaxa.com and enter your vote. I did want to say this though. Did you both see in the polls that just ended that 35% of our listeners they say that yeah. they take towels or washcloths home from hotels? I applaud that. <laughs> and what, I, I saw that and it made me laugh. Soaps and shampoos was a close second. Yeah, it was, but, but, uh, but, and yeah. the fee, and I think we would all agree on this, the fee that annoys them most, 46% say it's the baggage fees. 
Yeah, I know that just that just gripe. Everybody gripes about that. It's just mm -hmm. uh, they never. The airlines are just they've got they're making so much money out. They're just never going to change. No, I mean, Southwest right, and JetBlue, you know, are your only refuges or few of your what a few of your places you can go and not pay that. So. Yeah, that's probably that's, that's all right. So well, all right. So before we get all sidetracked here, what do we got coming up, Rudy? Well, you know, I don't think a lot of us think of Saudi Arabia as our number one tourism destination, but. The country wants to diversify its economy, which, of course, has traditionally been based on the sale of oil. So the country is making baby steps to bring visitors visitors to the country. About 18 after the hour, we'll meet a woman named Brid Beeler. She's an Irish woman based in D.C., and she organizes and leads customized tours, very unusual tours, because there aren't many, uh, to Saudi Arabia. I'm going to be interested in learning what there is to see in that desert kingdom. Um, then out of it seems like out of nowhere in the last three or four weeks has come Pokemon, Pokemon Go, which is... <laughs> You know, an updated mobile and very interactive version of Pokemon of years ago, and it's impacting tourism sites some negatively. Sarah Feldberg's a Vegas-based writer. She contributes to Travel Weekly, and she wrote a really comprehensive piece this week on the subject. So we're going to first ask her to explain what Pokemon Go is. Then we're going to talk about its benefits, if any, and, and its repercussions on travel. And then uh, Mary, you and Robert have got a segment with a NASA investigator coming up what, in segment five. What, tell we me about do. that. We do, and this is a little unusual. You know, we uh, did have an opportunity to snorkel at some of the reefs off Australia and Hawaii. Great trip, great visit. But one of the things we learned, and this has been in the news recently, is uh, the coral bleaching event that has occurred basically oh, yeah. back in the spring. Um, and we saw evidence of damaged coral. So it's quite an issue, and there are people diving and exploring. But what they're doing with NASA, the program is called Coral. And Dr. Hochberg is heading it. They're using high-tech equipment um, on airplanes to examine what's going on with the reefs from above. So it should be yeah, an we'll interesting look forward, look forward to segment. Then. Interesting, interesting. We got some news? We do have some news. Who's starting? I'll start with... Uh, if anybody was flying Southwest Airlines this week, then you know this story very well. Uh, the airline had to cancel close to 1,500 flights... Uh, including about 250 just yesterday on Friday due to a widespread computer outage that may have been traced, I believe, back to a router problem. Uh, the carrier has been working with customers to rebook any missed flights, and in fact, anyone holding tickets to fly between this past Wednesday, July 20th, and this Sunday, July 26th, is being offered the chance to change travel plans at no cost. And another extension of the Olive Branch is that everyone affected will be contacted personally by the airline. Yeah, uh, well, I think good for them on that. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to jump in, Rudy. I know I think we want to talk about, uh, we may never know what happened to Malaysia Airlines Flight 370. You know, the hunt for the aircraft, they, they said it's going to be suspended once the current search area in the Indian Ocean has been completely scoured. Right. Uh, they announced that yesterday, and that's going to end probably all hopes of solving the mystery. But officials did share that it's been learned that the pilot reportedly did simulation flights on his home computer of suicide flights crashing into the Indian Ocean. So, you know, that 777 uh, went down March 8th. And I saw something that the search so far has cost something like $135 million, and they've yet to even even find it. Oh, so, my goodness. Uh, and one other thing, Rudy, really, I thought, you know, um, <clears throat> this brought me back to, I thought it was a good mix for you with your days back at the uh, Washington Post and travel so did you see that Paris Hilton, she, uh, she, she's working to open her own luxury hotel chain. 
I did not see that. Now, I was just saying to somebody the other day, it's all Kardashians all the time, and it used to be all Paris Hilton all mm -hmm. the time. Yeah, well, she's but she's back. coming well, back, she huh? She's back, Well, yeah. apparently she's helped design the Paris Beach Club, it's called. Uh, that It's the Azure Urban Resort Residence. She's got another place that she's helping to open in Manila, and uh, they're all named after her favorite beaches when she does the construction. So Paris Hilton is coming back, uh, or she's trying to open up her ho own hotel chain. Well, there are a couple of Hiltons in Paris, but there used to actually be a Paris Hilton right near the Eiffel Tower. It's now been rebranded, but I, I once stayed there. I like staying in the Paris Hilton. That was quite a uh, <laughs> uh, quite an adventure. Okay. Um, let's see, Robert, you mentioned the new polls at RudyMaxa.com, so we'll encourage our listeners to check those out and vote. Um, and you can always connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RMWorldTravel. When we come back, we're going to consider the question of Saudi Arabia and ask you whether it might be someday on your bucket list for traveling. You're in Remax's World with Robert and Mary Carey. Stay with us. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Whether you're looking to buy new luggage, give it as a gift, or replace what you're using because you know it's not the best, get Travel Pro, as it's what we all use when we travel. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. They've transformed travel since creating the original rollerboard wheeled luggage, and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. You'll find Travel Pro at Macy's, Amazon, eBags.com, and top luggage specialty retailers. Or check out TravelPro.com to shop their online outlet. There's also a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. When you use public Wi-Fi, shop online, or give out your social security number, you leave a trail of digital breadcrumbs. Thieves can use this information to steal your identity. LifeLock can detect signs that someone picked up your breadcrumbs to take what's yours. They have a resolution staff to help fix messy identity fraud problems. Now, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Plans start at $9.99 a month plus applicable sales tax. Go to LifeLock.com and get 10% off with the promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y, or visit RudyMaxa.com and look under sponsors. There's nothing like talking to you about the good food you can enjoy from our friends at Masterbuilt. You can share the goodness of slow-smoked food this summer with Masterbuilt's digital electric smokers. The thermostat-controlled temperature and cooking timer produce award-worthy results every time. And it's easier than grilling, giving you more time to spend with family and friends. They're available at Lowe's, Home Depot, Sam's Club, Bass Pro Shops, and Cabela's. Visit Masterbuilt.com for more retailers or go to the all-new RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. It's the middle of the night. You wake up drenched in sweat. You could crank the AC all night, but who can afford that? Get rid of your heat-trapping mattress. Upgrade to a Casper mattress. It's invented with two high-tech foams that guarantee you sleep cool and comfortably. In fact, Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. Try it in your home for 100 nights risk-free. They'll come pick it up and refund you everything if you don't love it. So go to Casper.com and use the code RUDY, R-U-D-Y, and get $50 toward the purchase of your Casper mattress. Terms and conditions apply. Rudy, Robert, and Mary call anytime at 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. It's 18 minutes after the hour. This portion of the program is sponsored by our friends at LifeLock.com. What happens in Vegas apparently doesn't always stay in Vegas. Thanks to some malware that was placed on a casino's payment card system, customer data was exposed. Casino officials discovered the breach after several customers reported their cards being used fraudulent, fraudulently. Now, if you've been to the Vegas casinos, 
Check to make sure your information is safe. Identity theft is America's fastest growing crime. It happens when thieves use your personal information to pretend they're you. They can buy things on your credit, liquidate your bank accounts, even get all your retirement funds. That's scary. Which is why Robert, Mary, and I have LifeLock, and so should you. LifeLock scans hundreds of millions of transactions each second, and if they detect your information, they'll immediately alert you. And if you encounter a problem, their U.S.-based agents will work to fix it. That's very different from free credit monitoring services that only alerts you to changes in credit. Now, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you only have one identity, so protect it like like you should with by having the best. Join now. You'll save 10% off your first year's membership if you use the promo code RUDY, my first name, R-U-D-Y. LifeLock.com, promo code RUDY to save 10%. You can find a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. As I said at the top of the hour, Saudi Arabia may not be at the top of your bucket list for travel, but there are some in Saudi government who would like that eventually to change a bit. And my guest, uh, Brid Beeler, joins me. She's a Washington-based tourism consultant. She organizes and leads tours, customized tours to Saudi Arabia. Are there anything? Is there anything other than customized tours to Saudi Arabia, Brid? Um, no. I mean, so could I hop on, on a plane? To, and I mean, could I get a visa and hop on a plane, just rent a car and drive around Saudi Arabia? Well, you couldn't really get on a plane. Uh, you would actually have to go in with a group, uh, for the most part, mm-hmm. unless you're going in on business, and then you would secure your visa, and then you would travel in the country. All right, but as an average tourist, you don't just get a whim and fly on over. Well, no, no more than you would get on a plane and travel to Iran on a whim and get a visa. Again, you go in as part of an organized group. That's how you travel to the kingdom. Now, I understand there was, there was a point uh, several years ago where uh, the Saudi government, back in, 24, uh, back in, in the, uh, 2010, 2011, where the Saudi government thought, you know, we've, we've got to bolster our tourism business. But that ended. Do you know why? Well, actually, there's been groups traveling to Saudi Arabia since the 1990s. Um, I go back with the kingdom almost 30 years, and I've been taking groups in to Saudi Arabia since the 90s. It's low-key. It's, it's small numbers, uh, usually around 15. Sometimes it's more. It could be up to 32 or 35. Uh, the educational travel alumni programs, you have these that are traveling into the country. And then you have other adventure tourism companies that are also uh, taking groups to Saudi Arabia. But it's low-key, and it started with the Japanese way, way back. And it's, it's, it's always been operating. The Supreme Commission for Tourism in Saudi Arabia is there for the last 16 years, and they've been working diligently on tourism and what they would like to offer to uh, foreign tourists who are not coming in on Hajj and Umrah. So I can't go to the places that most uh, Muslims who are doing the Hajj, uh, uh, traveling to, uh, uh, to those sites, Mecca, obviously. Um, wh- what do I see in Saudi Arabia? What, I mean, I think of it as a lot of big oil, Aramco oil facilities, and some desert cities, which I'm sure is fascinating. I'd love to see it, frankly. But uh, are, are, are there historical things to see in that country? Yes. Actually, Saudi Arabia is it's, it's a hidden gem. Hmm. It's a beautiful country. It's, if you could just imagine, Saudi Arabia has been the size of the United States east of the Mississippi River. The largest sand desert in the world is Rubel Khali, the empty quarter. It's the size of France as a oh, country. Uh, you have mountains. You have incredible archaeological sites. Medea and Saleh is a sister city to Petra, the Nabataeans. 
You have Al-Fau, the kingdom of Kinder. This goes back to the camel caravans, the time of the Queen of Sheba, when you had the silks that were coming from China and the spices from the Indies and the trade routes. You had the frankincense and the myrrh that were coming from southern Arabia. You had the gold that was coming from Marib, and they were traveling north. And is this a city today, or is this an abandoned site? I mean, not abandoned, but you know, no one lives there. No, the in terms of the archaeological site of Al Fao, uh, the kingdom of Kinda, it mm-hmm. is an old archaeological site. It's a city which you can actually visit. It's on the edge of Arubal Khali, and you can go down in to see some of the tombs. It's a very rich country, in ter- and it has thousands of sites. It has some of the ro- oldest rock art in all of the Middle East uh, and Southeast Asia, uh, for that matter. And, you know, you have archaeologists that are working all the time at specific times during the year on these sites. My guest so is Brid hit- Beeler. I'm sorry, I just wanted to re-identify you if someone just tuned in, Brid. Brid Beeler is, a, is based in D.C. Uh, that's an Irish accent you hear. And she's a tourism consultant who organizes and leads rare and customized tours to Saudi Arabia. We're talking about Saudi Arabia's new interest or push to bring tourism uh, to their economy and diversify a bit from their, their oil-based economy. Um, Brit, what is, how is the tourism infrastructure there, hotels, transportation, getting to these places? Well, the infrastructure, it's a modern, developed country, Saudi Arabia, even though it's a young country um, that came into existence in 1932. But just like here in the United States, you have flights, you have Saudi Arabian Airlines, you have FlyNAS, uh, which is a, a low-cost carrier. You have, for these particular sites, I would personally like to see more flights on, particularly to Medan Saleh, to Al-Ula, um, because most of the flights are geared around weekends when people do travel and they have a few days off, especially the expatriate market and the Saudis themselves, as you have 10 million, over 10 million foreigners living in the country. Okay. Uh, aside from that, uh, 4x4s, we use 4x4 vehicles, we use all Saudi drivers, we have a Saudi national guard. And this is how you get around the country. If Are there trains in Saudi Arabia, Britt? There's a train in the eastern province from Riyadh to Hafouf, um, uh, Katif, which is really over where Dahran is and where the Arabian uh, Aramco is, where the oil company is based, even mm-hmm. though they have an office also in uh, Riyadh. But uh, it's not... It's not a train that uh, is used, we'll say, on a great extent because gasoline is cheap and people drive everywhere. Now, that said, they're putting in metro and they are putting in a rail system uh, in various parts of the country. That has been developed for the last number of years. And if I and go to somebody... Because the, oh, sorry, that's because the population has increased. From when I went there almost 30 years ago, you had a population of 8 million. Today you have Saudis. Today you have over 21, 22 million Saudis in the country. And when you go to these archaeological sites, are you staying in B&Bs? Are there hotels? Yes. Um, when you go to the archaeological sites like Medea and Saleh, there are a couple of tented camps. And one of oh. them, uh, Al-Madakhil. So imagine going on safari. Mm-hmm. In, in Kenya or Tanzania. So you stay in a traditional uh, Saudi-tented camp. It's not one that's tricked up uh, for the tourist. It's, uh, these are beautiful camps set in a gorgeous setting. 
a lot of people talk about this area being similar to um, Sedona in Arizona in the southwest. So mm-hmm. if you can just picture Sedona. Um, also, it's famous for the Hejaz railway line and, of course, T.E. Lawrence fame, Lawrence oh, of Arabia. Yes. So this whole area is, is stunningly beautiful. Aside from, of course, Medea and Sala, which is sister city to Petra. And the fact that it's sister city to Petra, it's devoid of tourists for the most part. Is it as spectacular as Petra? I mean, is is it as as so much of it recovered? I think it's almost more stunning. Wow. Uh, I'd like to see that. Yeah, the treasury in Petra is beautiful. Yes. And so is the library. So it's not mm-hmm. as ornate, but like Qasr al-Farid and, 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 and the Diwan. You have a Diwan just like you have in, uh, in Petra, where you kind of walk through a Sikh and then you enter into another area behind. Mm-hmm. It's uh, stunning, and it's just basically the silence and the wind and the beautiful blue skies. Like Saudi Arabia, if you think of Saudi Arabia, think of, think of Montana and Big Sky. That's kind of the image I would give to somebody who's interested in traveling there. Think of big sky country in Montana. And that is very much what Saudi Arabia is like. It's, it's, it's stunning. And, of course, there's no pollution, so the night sky is incredible. So it's a wonderful place to do a walking safari, to do a safari in a 4x4, to see the archaeological site of Medea and Saleh, the old city of Al-Ula, uh, to see the Lehanite tomb. Breed, I appreciate it. You, I, I like the picture you paint of uh, Saudi Arabia. I hope to visit someday. And if you would like to... Contact Brid Beeler. Um, you can reach her through her LinkedIn page. Her last name is spelled B E L E R. You're in Rudy Max's world. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's world with the Carries. Phone lines are open 24 7 at 800 387 8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. We're back after these messages. You've heard us talking about Dollar Shave Club for a while now. Well, guess what? We thought you'd like a deal, and we got you one. Right now, all new members get a month of the Executive Razor for free, just for buying a tube of Dr. Carver's Shave Butter. DollarShaveClub.com delivers amazing razors right to your door for a third of the price of what the greedy razor corporations charge. That means when you join Dollar Shave Club, you can afford to shave with a fresh blade anytime you want, which feels fantastic. I get a first-class shave when I use the Executive Blade, and that's without even hurting my wallet. And when I use the executive with their Dr. Carver's shave butter, the blade just gently glides for the smoothest shave ever. The high-quality natural ingredients leave your skin unbelievably smooth and soft. Now's a great time to join Dollar Shave Club. New members who buy a tube of shave butter get a month of the executive razor for free. So take advantage of this special offer today by going to dollarshaveclub.com Rudy. That's dollarshaveclub.com Rudy, or visit rudymaxa.com and look under sponsors. are always open at 800-387-8025 and stay connected with the program at rudymaxa.com welcome back to rudy Maxa's world with the carries where this segment of the show is sponsored by casper.com it's the middle of the night you wake up drenched all covered in sweat sure you can crank up the ac try to keep cool but that's expensive instead get rid of your heat trapping mattress and upgrade to casper 
When you do, you'll be sleeping as cool as the other side of the pillow every night. Casper was invented with two high-tech foams that guarantee that you'll sleep cool and comfortably with all the support you need. Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015, and in fact, Casper is now the most awarded mattress of the century. Their new sheets are just as comfortable as they create an environment designed to also keep you cool all night. Casper ships its mattresses for free in a surprisingly compact box, so it's incredibly easy to get get it into your bedroom. And you can try in your home, listen to this, for 100 nights risk-free. And if you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Now, Casper shared that a lot of you out there listening to us have been buying Casper mattresses. So drop us an email under the Contact Us link at RudyMaxa.com. Let me know what you think of your Casper mattress. If you haven't bought yours, you can try yours new uh, for, for 100 nights for at no risk in your own home. Free shipping, no hassle returns. Go to Casper.com, use the promo code Rudy, and you'll get $50 toward the purchase of your mattress. Casper is spelled C-A-S-P-E-R, like Casper the Ghost. Casper.com, promo code Rudy, save yourself 50 bucks. You can find the link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors, as always. So suddenly, I don't know, three weeks ago, nobody had heard of Pokemon Go. Maybe at least uh, I don't think it was any more than three weeks ago. Uh, and now it's 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 everywhere. It is causing some problems and some blessings for sites that uh, visitors go to. But first, uh, Sarah Feldberg wrote a very authoritative piece for the current issue of Travel Weekly on it. She is a writer based in Las Vegas and writes for other publications as well. Uh, and I asked her to join me. We're going to do two segments here before the next commercial break. We're going to talk about what Pokemon Go is, and then we're going to talk about its impact on tourism or how it might affect you as you visit places. Sarah, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. All right. For those of us who I don't play, I don't have time to play games on my self, my, my smartphone. What is Pokemon Go? What's the goal? What do you do? Why are so many people spending more time on it than they are on Facebook? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So Pokemon Go is the latest release from the Pokemon Company, which has been around uh, since the mid-90s. And Mm -hmm. this is a game that you play on your phone. The goal is to catch Pokemon themselves. And Pokemon are these cute, cartoonish little monsters that populate the game. Um, And you are, within the game, you are a trainer. So you catch and train these monsters, and you prepare them to battle against other players' monsters in what they call gyms. Um, okay, hold, hold so it right there. Now, yeah. Are there are like five different Pokemon characters, or are there 500? There are. Um, you have a couple of options when you're sort of designing your own avatar within the game, your trainer role, but there are about 150 species of total Pokemon in the game right now, and some you know, are all over the place. You find them everywhere, and some are very rare and more highly prized. So part, <laughs> right. of, part of the game is catching them all. Right. How do you find them? How do you catch them? Well, this is one of the interesting things about Pokemon is it's all built around walking. Um, So unlike a normal video game that you play on your couch or sitting at home, in order to play Pokemon Go, you have to pick up your phone and go outside and walk around. So that's a good thing. That's a great thing. People are walking a lot more. Players who are playing the game are – there have been numerous comments online about – you know, people who usually sit at home on the couch having sore legs because they've been walking miles and miles trying to find these Pokemon. Um, mm-hmm. And when you play the game, the interface is a GPS map of wherever you are. So you're sort of walking through this digital GPS map um, of your neighborhood or wherever wherever you happen to be playing. And Pokemon will sort of pop up within the game. Um, and then one of the interesting things about it is that the, the game uses augmented reality. So when a character appears in the game that you want to catch, you click on it and the view switches to what the live view in front of you is using your, your camera on the phone. With so the suddenly, Pokemon character in the picture. 
Exactly. So suddenly you might see um, a bat-like Pokemon flying in the air above your friend's head or a little <laughs> bird-like Pokemon sitting on the table. Um, and that's been something that you'll see a lot of pictures online of right now, of sort of interesting cartoon characters superimposed on you, the real world. How do you capture it? You use something called a Pokeball, um, and it's mm. this little red ball that you sort of flick using your finger on the screen. You flick the ball at the character, and if you get it close enough, the character will sort of be sucked inside of the ball, and then it's in your arsenal. All right. Now, are these characters in fixed places, or are they generated randomly as you walk around? So they are um, – they're – they're generated randomly, but they're in places for a, for a period of time. So you'll see, um, you know, groups of people sort of arriving at the same place and they're all trying to catch the same character. But the next day, you know, that, per that particular Pokemon might not be there. Um, so they are generated at different places. I, I've been trying to get to know the game a little bit while I walk my dog in the evening. And when I walk around, there's sort of always characters popping up in different places. No. Um, but there are, there are some fixed elements in the game. So there are pokey stops. And these are sort of fixed elements within the game. Um, and they're locations where you can stock up on the pokeballs that you use to catch the creatures, as well as things like potions um, and different sort of gear that you need to really play the game at higher levels. Who and has those time are for all this? I don't <laughs> understand this. But we're going to talk in the next segment, by the way, about those places, those fixed places and how that's yes. impacting them. But, but then I didn't know you trained them to go to war against other pokes or whatever Pokemon characters. Yeah. So there are places in the game uh, called uh, gyms. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it right there. Hold it right there, Sarah. We got to take a break. Oh. This is fascinating, dude. Just fascinating. Sarah Feldman's, uh, Feldberg, excuse me, is joining me. We'll be right back with her. We'll go into deeper Pokemon Go phenomenon. Join Rudy Max's world with the carries by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. Have you tried a MyPillow yet? If not, we suggest you do. You've heard us talking about MyPillows for some time now, and there really is something special about them. They come with five different fill levels, so they're customized to the individual. They're the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation and come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Right now, they're offering a special deal for our listeners of a buy one, get one free offer on their premium pillow. Visit MyPillow.com and use promo code RUDY or go to RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. GEICO applauds your inner ride leader. An enthusiastic engine rev goes out to the biker in you who leads the pack. Even if that pack is a party of one, you're still a leader to GEICO. To prove it, GEICO will ensure your motorcycle with great rates and 24-7 customer service. And with GEICO by your side, you're never cruising solo, which means you've just been nominated as a real ride leader. Congrats. The smell of fine leather and trailblazing is in your future. GEICO Motorcycle. See how much you could save. QL1, this is Control. Checking in to see how excited you are for launch. Over? Well, actually, I'm kind of bored. You're about to travel 17,000 miles per hour through Earth's atmosphere and you're bored? It just doesn't sound that exciting after using Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan. I was able to get a completely online custom mortgage approval in minutes. Wow, that is impressive. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. When you need, spend a little too much time in the sun relief. Yikes. Oh, what the? Attack of the angry mosquito relief. Hey, watch this. 
Scraped knees. And an elbow. Relief. You need new Gold Bond Pain and Itch Relief Cream with Lidocaine. Gold Bond has the maximum strength lidocaine available without a prescription and starts working on contact to numb away pain and itch. New Gold Bond with Lidocaine. Relief starts now. Use as directed. Kyle Busch with a great restart. He's going to try to take the lead. This is where it gets good. And he will take it away from Kevin Harvick. Clear, clear, clear. This is where finishing first. in motorsports. That's the Brickyard Man. The NASCAR Sprint Cup Series continues at the Brickyard, Sunday at 2.30 Eastern on NBCSN. Instead of trekking to the Warehouse Club, bring it to you by shopping at Boxed.com. They deliver all the products you use every day in bulk for the best prices. With Boxed.com, you can stock up any day, any hour, from the comfort of your own home, office, or anywhere. Then two days later, everything you ordered shows up on your doorstep. It's modern-day pantry magic. There's no annual membership fee, and you'll save 20% and get free delivery on your first order. Go to Boxed.com and enter promo code Rudy. Boxed.com, promo code Rudy, or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Get out the map, get out the map, lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world with the carries. This portion of the program is sponsored by Boxed.com. You stock up to save time and money, right? But if you spend half a Saturday driving to the warehouse, a warehouse store and fighting the crowd all the way to the checkout, well, that's time you'll never get back. What if the wholesale club could come to you instead? Well, now it can. Try shopping at Box.com instead. Box.com delivers the products you use every day. Paper towels, cereal, snacks, cleaning supplies, health and beauty products, pet food, sports drinks, and so much more, all in bulk for the best prices. With Box.com, you can stock up any day at any hour from anywhere. Then in about two days, everything you ordered shows up on your doorstep. It's sort of modern-day pantry magic. Best of all, you save time, you save money, you save gas. There's no annual membership fee, and they also offer samples of products you might like to try. Listeners of our show save 20% and get free delivery on your first order. I'm going to find a better deal anywhere. So go to Box.com, enter promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y. That's Boxed, B as in boy, O-X-E-D. Box.com, promo code RUDY. You'll find a link at RudyMax.com under sponsors. You'll save 20% on your first order and also get free delivery. So we're in the middle of a conversation with Sarah Feldberg, who's a writer based in Vegas, and she did a great piece in Travel Weekly this week, or the most recent edition. It comes out twice a week, I believe, on Pokemon Go and the phenomenon that just in two weeks has consumed, I don't know, they've been like, as of last week, according to Sarah's piece, 15 million people have installed the Pokemon Go game on their smartphones. And this is only available in the U.S., Australia, and New Zealand. As soon as they open it up to the rest of the world, this is going to be nuts. And Sarah has given us a pretty, a very good briefing, the best I've heard, on how this game works. And I'm not going to try to replicate it in one minute. So, okay, so you do, you go, you, you, you have a GPS that leads you to these ephemeral characters that are out there in these places or that appear on your screen while you're walking around, Sarah. And then you train them and they go to battle. We can't even get into that. We, that's a whole one-hour show, I think. But what effect is this having on places where tourists visit? Absolutely. So um, the pokey stops, the places where you sort of collect the gear for the game, are often located at public landmarks. Um, and that can be places like historic buildings or um, murals around a neighborhood. But it can also be within attractions like parks. 
um, places like Legoland. I talked to Legoland last week, and they have 25 Pokestops within the park boundaries. And of um, course, they didn't put them there. They didn't even know they were there, right? No, the right. game put them there, right. but um, the game was released on July 6th, and that was a Wednesday. And by the following Monday, they had noticed a significant difference in how people were experiencing the park, that people were sort of walking around, staring at their phones and concentrating <laughs> on these Pokestops and clearly looking for the characters, for the Pokemon around the park when they were, when they were on site. I want to note that's less than three weeks ago. And also the 9-11 Museum in New York and the Holocaust Museum in Washington, you write, are not particularly happy about having these Pokemon characters floating in the uh, virtual world around them, are they? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, places like Legoland um, and the Cincinnati Zoo have been really excited about Pokemon. They see it as an opportunity to get guests into the park. Um, I know the Cincinnati Zoo has had people come by who were visiting the zoo just to look for imaginary animals, which I found incredible. Um, but as you mentioned, the 9-11 Museum and the Holocaust Museum, they have also had people playing Pokemon on site, and they really just feel that it's inappropriate for the purpose and the tone of the attraction and that it's sure. distracting really from the overall message that they're hoping guests will get from visiting. I agree. I agree. But SeaWorld is, I mean, some of these places like SeaWorld have actually done events to promote and draw in Pokemon players, right? Yeah, absolutely. So SeaWorld in Orlando promoted a special event where they activated what are called lures. And these are things that you buy. This is something a business can buy. It's about a dollar to set a lure for 30 minutes. And a lure creates more Pokemon. So it sort of... Who sets the lure? The player? The, the business. Anyone, oh, the business anyone with does. a Pokemon oh, account can. Um, typically, businesses have been doing it to draw players to their business. So SeaWorld announced that they were going to have an event where they were going to activate dozens of lures in the park um, so people would find more of these creatures when a lure is set. And, and so, of course, you have to buy an entry to get into the park. Right. You still right. have to buy your entry to get into the park, but you know that you'll have a better Pokemon Go playing experience while you're there. So they've done that to entice people. Um, the, Jackson War- the Jacksonville Jaguars have invited players into their stadium for a Pokemon Safari next week. The Sacramento Kings did a Pokemon meetup at their arena. So a lot of attractions are really sort of capitalizing on the fact that people are excited about the game and want to come look for Pokemon. The mind boggles. Sarah Feldman, thank you for a very, very clear, uh, as much as, as uh, I can understand as, as uh, not a game player, explanation of this craze. It's less than three weeks old and has just swept three countries and is going to sweep the world and is making millions for a lot of people. There's a Wall Street Journal piece this, play, uh, this week about Pokemon players selling advanced to other Pokemon players, you know, advanced categories. Unbelievable. We'll be right back. Here- Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or check in anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back. It is now 52 past the hour. We hope you're enjoying a nice weekend wherever or however you're tuning in today. 
Thanks for being here with Rudy, Mary, and me. This portion of the program is sponsored by Travel Pro Luggage. So the next time you're in an airport, check out the luggage being used by the flight crews and other travelers. Just look around, whether it's at the check-in gate or whether you're walking through the terminal. Travel Pro is what Rudy, Mary, and I use when we travel. It certainly made our trip to Australia and Hawaii a lot easier. And they're the choice of airline crews and in-the-know travelers. Travel Pro has literally transformed travel since they created the rollerboard wheeled luggage, and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. If you're in the market for new luggage, or you know what you're traveling with isn't the best, get the luggage we have and get yourself some Travel Pro luggage. You can find Travel Pro at Macy's, Amazon, eBags.com, and top luggage specialty stores, or you can check out TravelPro.com for all their retailers, and they have an online outlet there, or go to RudyMaxit.com and look under sponsors. If you were listening two weeks ago, then you heard Robert and me broadcasting from the Ritz-Carlton Kapalua in Maui. Before getting to Hawaii, we visited Australia, and in both locations, we had a chance to snorkel in their famed coral reefs. There's been a lot of news about the damage to the reefs known as bleaching, so we thought we'd look into this a little bit more. Eric Hochberg is a research scientist at the Bermuda Institute of Ocean Sciences. He's also the principal investigator for NASA's Coral Reef Airborne Laboratory, a.k.a. CORAL. It's a campaign that's basically a three-year field study to survey the world's coral reefs in greater detail, combining airborne and shipboard sensor observations to measure the conditions of the threatened ecosystems. Hi, Eric. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you very much for having me. Eric, we appreciate the time today. Yeah, nice to reach you in Bermuda. Uh, wish we were there with you. But, um, you know, as Mary just mentioned, we were in Australia and we spent some time snorkeling around the Great Barrier Reef of Cairns uh, right off the coast there. And then we went on to Maui for a remote broadcast of the show and experienced snorkeling in their coral reefs with the, the folks at the Jean-Michel Cousteau team. So we've had a real good handle in the last few weeks of the health of the coral reefs in those areas and the bleaching that's going on. So let's start with what is coral bleaching? That's a good question. Coral bleaching is when the corals, which are animals, expel the little plants that live inside their skin. And so the plants give them the color. And when the coral animal expels the plants, what you see is the coral skeleton. And it looks it's white, so it looks like somebody poured bleach on the coral. And we definitely saw some of that. Mm -hmm. so, so tell us what your coral campaign uh, is hoping to accomplish. Well, you know, you spent some time uh, in Cairns and in, in Hawaii. And, in fact, I'm going to Cairns in about a, a month and a half. Are you? I'm following in your, I'm following in your footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll gladly come to Bermuda and switch with yeah. that song. So good. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, sure. Uh, actually, Australia uh, is our first full um, science campaign. But so... What coral, that's all caps, coral, is about is getting a new perspective on reefs. So I, I presume you got in the water a lot. We did. Yes. We, we, were, we spent and, a lot of time out and, there. Oh, fantastic. So, you know, it, it's beautiful, and it's, it's really a lot of fun. The, the and, size and of it really took us. It was the size of, of the coral reef there. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, and you just set me up because it's the size that there's no way that you could swim the whole Great Barrier Reef, and there's no way you could swim all of Hawaii, even, or all of the Florida Keys Reef. It's just not, it's not feasible to survey the whole reef by swimming, and no, no matter how much sunscreen you bring, you just can't do it. So the point of, of this investigation is to fly an airplane at 28,000 feet and use a high-tech camera to image the reef and study the reef from above, and, get, and, and we see the whole ecosystem. Instead of just a coral here and there or a little bit, we see the whole reef at once. 
that's what the point is. Okay, so Eric, you know, I think because we live so far away, we don't necessarily have a great appreciation for the importance of the reefs, and I think that Robert and I and our kids hopefully came away with a much greater understanding. But tell our listeners, what, what are some of the um, purposes of these reefs? Because they are incredibly valuable. Well, you know, that's a very important thing. So, you know, I could rephrase that. Why is NASA funding a coral reef study? Sure. People ask that question. So reefs are important for a lot of reasons. The, you know, the simple one is people that live near reefs catch fish and eat the fish. So that's a source of food. Um, reefs protect shorelines. So uh, on Hawaii, all those million-dollar beachfront homes might not be able to be there without the reef offshore protecting them from the waves. Um, of course, the tourism, you, you travel to, to Australia and to Hawaii. People go to the Florida Keys, spend lots of money getting there, staying in hotels, uh, going out, diving on the reefs. So, so there's a big uh, uh, economic engine there. The coral reefs are, are, are the center. So, Eric, real quick and on this, and I apologize because we only got about 30 seconds left sure. in the segment. If folks want to get involved right now and they want, they're interested in following what you're doing or getting involved in some of your work, how do they do that? Was there a website? Well, yeah, we have two websites. One is uh, coral.bios.edu, and the other is coral.jpl.nasa.gov. Okay, okay, great. And, learn all about it there. and we'll go ahead and put those up on our social media. If anyone's interested, they can check it out there as well. Eric, we're going to look to have you back on the show. We want to talk about this a little more. Yeah. Um, really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Sure thing. Thank, Thank you, you, Eric. All right, we're always running out of time on the mm-hmm. show, Mary. All right, well, we've reached the end of hour one today, uh, but Rudy, Mary, and I, we've got a lot more ahead for you next hour. Reminder to check out RudyMaxa.com. Be sure to vote in those polls and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RM World Travel. For those stations leaving us, sorry to see you go, but thankfully for the vast majority of you, we've got another travel-packed hour to go. Stay right where you are. There's so much more ahead. Rudy Max's World with the Carries returns after these messages. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.